Hello everyone, I'm Anton, and welcome to a new podcast series for the Luckyverse channel. We will go over news that should keep you updated on everything happening in the world of Nintendo. So hope you enjoy, and let's get started. So first, let's talk about the Mario Kart Booster Course Pass. It's not perfect, but it was a lot of fun. I downloaded it and had a lot of fun with all the different courses, which are still technically Mario Kart Tour courses, but they play very well. Uh, the visuals could look better. I have to say, it's probably one of the aspects that could have been a bit touched up, and the courses don't have anti-gravity or any such things like that, so it just feels like a branch of Mario Kart 8 instead of the core thing. But it, not to say that it isn't fun, because it's really fun. And playing with friends online, and even playing locally, it's really cool. And if you want to play with someone, you don't actually need to have the Booster Course Pass downloaded as well. You get it for free if you're playing with someone else, which is really cool. I'm glad that they did that, and Nintendo's not forcing you to buy it, so I like that. I think that's a great strategy. And of course, you do get it free with the Nintendo Switch Online uh, Plus Expansion Pack, so there's that as well. Next, we've got the group feature that was added. And it's a similar feature to folders, which were on the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U. And it's great to see a similar feature. Obviously, it's not the same, but I think they did a great job of trying to create a feature very similar, but for this user interface. Because the Switch user interface is quite different from the Wii U and 3DS. It's not as icon-based. Um, so I really liked how they did that, as I was able to create my own group, as, it is, as they call them. And uh, I was able to put all the games that I want to put in. So I put all the first party games and titled the folder as so. And it's pretty cool. I really like what they've done here. I think it's a great addition. And hopefully we see themes next. That's like the next step for the Switch user interface. Uh, and an improved eShop eventually too. But overall, I'm pretty happy with the groups feature. I think it's great. Kirby and the Forgotten Land also released quite recently. Uh, the demo came out. I pretty much really played that a lot and the full game has released and it's so much fun it's such a great game and uh, i haven't finished it yet but from what i've played so far it's very well designed there's always something happening the game is just jam packed full of just stuff so much stuff happens there's so many secrets so much stuff i haven't found even though i think i'm looking as hard as i can for certain things uh, it's very cool with the amount of stuff that they've crammed into this game each level feels very well designed um, and I really like it. It feels like the step that Kirby's needed for a long time, especially after the disappointment or, you know, kind of lackluster release of Star Allies, which wasn't necessarily a bad game, but it wasn't the best game either. So I'm glad they finally made that jump to take Kirby to the next level. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see more of what the game has to offer as I'm currently in the um, World 3 and it's very cool. So yeah, and the music as well. Music's Phenomenal, very good. I mean, Kirby music is always good. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited to continue with Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And also, it's selling very well. It probably will become the best-selling title in the series, which isn't surprising. Pretty much every franchise that has had a Switch debut has sold pretty well. Specifically, Metroid, Pikmin, Xenoblade, all of these series have sold really well on the platform. And pretty much, Kirby's just the next in line. A major piece of news in March is that the sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is being delayed to spring of 2023. I was like, oh no, is Nintendo pulling another Metroid Prime 4? 
and luckily that isn't the case. They're not restarting development, they're just delaying the game by a few months, which isn't a big deal, and honestly, the more time they get to work on the game, the better, and it's not that far of a delay. It's not like they're delaying it one year or so. Uh, it's a few months, so we're gonna probably see a lot of um, gameplay for this title at E3, um, and the full name reveal, because I don't want to refer to it as the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, but yeah, this game actually, now it makes me more excited. They gave us a little bit of a kind of information in the trailer of, for for example, they are actually expanding the scope of the game. Because um, we thought it would just be the skies, but maybe it's underground. I hope so. I hope there's a lot, because my worry for this game is that it's going to be like more of a DLC, or it's going to feel like an expansion to the original, which I don't want it to be. I want it to feel like a brand new experience. I want Nintendo to take what they made with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and make it just the best game it can possibly be. I really want them to expand the scope of what they originally set out to do. And the original game is very good, you know, Breath of the Wild is a fantastic game. But just to see them go that extra mile further and do some really cool stuff would be really neat. Um, so I'm really hoping that this game does feel like a worthy Zelda game, and especially it's taking, what, six years now? And it'd be really cool if they do release the game, potentially, on the same day that Breath of the Wild came out, since that does follow on a Friday, March 3rd, um, so that would be really cool. One theory that I am thinking about is that maybe they're delaying it because of the release of a new console, maybe they're going to release the Switch Pro alongside Breath of the Wild 2, which is a theory, although, I don't know, it, it could definitely be the case that they're like, okay, we finally can do this, because we had a lot of rumors for a Switch Pro in 2021, and a lot of that ended up being true, but the only feature that was not correct, uh, which was rumors, rumored a lot, which was the DLSS machine learning and the 4K output. We were all expecting a hardware upgrade, which we didn't get, unfortunately. We only got the OLED, which is still a great, um, I think, um, system. I think, they, I think that was probably a good decision for them to just get something new, something a bit more modern out there. But overall, really, um, they did a great job um, with the OLED system. I think it, it, they definitely improved the design, but there's still a lot of room for them to improve. And I think the, say for example, using the OLED itself, but adding uh, 4K output to the dock, and especially since Nintendo Switch Sports actually does have, um, I think they're using Fidelity or something FX. Zeldas do usually come out with new systems. I think the only one that's an outlier is Metroid Dread. But Link's Awakening did launch with the um, Switch Lite, so you kind of have a bit of merit there, but again, we'll have to wait and see about that. Uh, next, we've got some new NES and SNES games for Nintendo Switch Online members, and those are Earthworm Jim 2, Dig Dug 2, and Mappyland. And if I'm going to be honest, I don't really... I mean, I think Dig Dug 2 is cool, and Mappyland's actually kind of interesting, but why Earthworm Jim 2... Uh, not the first one. I don't know. That's a bit of a weird thing. But I mean, this is definitely one of the better batch of NES uh, Super Nintendo games that we've got. We definitely need a better amount of games in the future, as we still are missing a few titles. For example, Super Mario RPG is probably the most notable. But again, will I get a remake? Who knows? I really hope that's the case. And of course, in March, we also got three new Sega Genesis games as well. I'm not really too into the Sega Genesis stuff, but we got three games being Alien Soldier, Light Crusader, and Super Fantasy Zone. So, pretty interesting titles. There's also been some detail regarding the Kirby 30th Anniversary, as they're doing a concert for it, and they also uploaded a video showcasing the 25th Anniversary concert, which is going to be removed on the 31st, so make sure you download that video while you still can. 
and I hope to see a lot of other cool things from the 30th anniversary of Kirby. The Forgotten Land is probably their main priority, so I wouldn't expect a big game or anything, but I could definitely see them doing a collection or a Game & Watch. So something small like that would be cool. I think a collection of potentially the 3DS titles, Planet Robobot, Triple Deluxe, and Return to Dreamland would be pretty cool. And finally, during the month, F-Zero X was also added to Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack, and we're currently waiting to see what the next title will be. I'm guessing that it will be Kirby 64, as it's probably the best to release it in April with the hype of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Anyways, I hope you did enjoy this podcast, and I will see you all in the next one.